0: I, I, I just got off the phone with Nick about a, about a half hour ago, and I and I asked if he wanted to be on the episode. He said no.
1: You know, I think actually I was thinking about overall what might be discussed today, and I think um
0: you don't might know be... what we're going to talk about.
1: Well, no, I, I think there's a couple of things that Nick would actually kind of be able to chime in on. So at least oh, yeah, what, like I can... what
0: like what what can Nick talk about that we yeah. don't know more about. Uh, Anything Nick knows, I know twice as much about.
1: Hey, let me see. Let me check my notes. Let's see, I'm blindly reaching for my other phone. I was gonna bring up uh, quite a bit of David Lynch today, so I thought Ooh, Nick okay. and, some, and some Criterion Collection. So I thought Nick, Nick might. does like
0: it. both those things.
1: Yes, because there is a big sort of uh, home video release coming out next month. So uh, significant. You do, a episode, you do a
0: filler episode then? Just want to do a filler.
1: Well, it's, I mean,
0: I do I still, have- I still really want to talk about all your celebrity encounters. Oh, I'm changing the name of the podcast, by the way.
1: What's the name of the podcast?
0: It's it's Collector's Edition Podcast featuring Drake.
1: I'm sure there's like a lot of like sort of R&B songs from the 2010s yeah. that have featuring Drake in the title. That's, that's what I would be worried about is uh, people being confused with, or unless that's how we rein
2: people in and people- What's like... wrong
0: with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong. Just... Even have, we can have the art for the show just be drake i feel like i feel like the collector's edition podcast featuring drake is is that because <laughs> there's probably more than one collector's edition podcast but what really makes us stand apart is that we're the only one that's featuring drake
1: mm-hmm. i feel i feel i should learn at least one song from drake that way i can like play the part but i don't know any of his songs i just remember he was really that's, funny that's
0: okay I, I i think i'd prefer if you didn't do a great impression
1: yes yes <laughs> uh but yes um let's see but i do have you know a lot of notes for um kind of what we were sort of getting at. like you know we talked about the history of television on home video that was sort of the push right there and then we could transition into the um you know the simpsons
0: essentially I oh, actually at- want to talk about that stupid show.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's your idea. You know, we don't have to go with The Simpsons. We've never actually said anything that specifically states we will be covering The Simpsons. So, um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've, I've tried to say multiple
2: times that yes, we will be talking about The Simpsons in this podcast <laughs> oh. specifically. And if a con edits me out, then he is a big wet ham. Do you get the reference, Drake?
0: Do you know what the wet yeah. ham is from, Drake?
1: What your pen is from?
0: No. Uh, Cecil no. Jacobs is a
2: big wet ham. Do you get the reference? Yeah, you
0: What's know from? Big wet ham.
3: Cecil, Cecil Jacobs, Jacobs is a big wet ham.
0: You know what that's from? You little movie buff. That you sounds
1: really fun? familiar. Uh,
3: big wet ham.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, not to kill mockingbird, is it?
3: Nah, <laughs> uh-uh. uh uh-uh
1: yeah this is to kill a mockingbird
0: uh-huh uh, yep i got that right i knew what it was from
2: <laughs> to kill a mockingbird do what
0: i i thought it was from um
3: mr porter mr mr porter reopen tear down that wall uh,
2: um yeah uh
3: gosh mr porter i want to kill
0: myself what it's what a
2: wonderful that? life.
0: That's what it's it is. It's a wonderful life, yeah. I, what it was I think from that, but
1: what I but think it, is amusing about to kill mockingbird is the, the actress who played Scout in that film was a child actress by the name of Mary Badham, which is literally okay. spelled bad ham. I'm like, well, that's that's fitting, you know, uh, that she played an unconvincing ham in that. Uh, and then also oh, of note, her last acting role was the series finale of the original run of Twilight Zone called The Bewitching Pool. But because she had such a thick Southern accent, she was actually dubbed over by June Foray, who at the time was known for voicing Rocky the Flying Squirrel and the grandma who owned Tweety from Looney Tunes. So um, okay. but so like if you, if you listen to her voice in To Kill a Mockingbird and then watch The Bewitching Pool, I'm like yep those are very drastically different voices right there so
0: why do they even cast her if, if there was going to re-dub her
1: i actually don't know that offhand there was this guy a uh, Dumb.
0: i don't know man I, I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose
1: well you know she just had that sort of southerly sort of older sister charm i mean the entire episode she's wearing a swimsuit because the whole premise of the episode is that you jump jump in a pool and then when you surface you're like back to the 1920s or whatever so and
0: that sounds cool actually i i mm-hmm. thought about watching the twilight zone but it's um like, yeah I, I i don't know why i decided not to but i thought about watching it
1: it's like the one sci-fi show i geek out the most about i mean i only a complete series on dvd i watched it many times I mean, there. The, I even sometimes kind of have this little fantasy in my mind that, um, like, you know, especially when I was living out there in Utah, when all of us were living out there, that we get together, some of us, on New Year's because every since like the mid '90s, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, yeah, was yeah. like a three-day marathon of playing Twilight Zone. I thought it'd be kind of cool if we got together and just watched those old episodes or something. So
0: yeah, that's how I first got into it because uh, it was on Sci-Fi Channel for Mm -hmm. new years and so i I recorded like almost every episode on my dvr nice and uh and i would just watch them throughout the year Mm -hmm. so wait so so drake what is so are we doing today's episode about tv or are we doing it about uh something else i mean i i have other things that i want to talk to you about but i think parker he's now look so parker he's not the host of the show As we Mm. all know, I'm the host of the show. I'm the proper host. We're both co-hosts. No, I'm I'm the host and and you're the co-host. Okay, if you listen to the first episodes, I I clearly say I'm your host.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And my my co-host is... Your co-host superior. Mm, I would not... I wouldn't say... I don't think anyone would say that. I don't think anyone listening believes that. I I think it'd be like co-host
2: Proxima. I I mean, I listen to this and I would say so.
0: Well, that's because you have an ego that's because you an ego problem you're a narcissist
1: yeah kurt russell yeah i kurt mean that might, doesn't mean
2: i'm wrong
0: disorder.
2: that doesn't mean i'm wrong though
0: so parker he's cracking the whip he thinks he's in charge he wants us
2: to
1: and i'm, I'm not in charge
2: just, it's just semantics
1: there's really three directions i can kind of see going with this so you okay, know yeah,
0: let
1: the first two episodes were about the history of home video technology now, if we're going to be covering The Simpsons, you know, eventually the series was released on uh, Blu-ray, and then there's probably also of note to talk about its various streaming platforms, whether it was on F- FXX, then Simpsons World, and then Disney+. Plus. What's Simpsons have, I mean,
0: World? Simpsons World? Is that a streaming yeah. service just for The Simpsons?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very short-lived, but it was like a subsidiary of FXX or something like that. They really
0: the... thought that The Simpsons had that much pull, that they could I well, a streaming I mean, service just for The Simpsons.
1: Well, I mean, you know, when they did the 500th episode, they did this marathon out in California, like at some amphitheater, where they played all 500 episodes, you know, one after the other. Like, there was no breaks in between, essentially. And apparently only like three people managed to sit through the entire thing. So, um, and the big thing about that fifth 500th episode was that it had Lady Gaga in it. But
0: overall, apparently it was not. That sucks part. so much. It was all yeah. leading up to that. That sucks yeah. so much. I, I remember <laughs> that. that sucks. Episode.
1: It wasn't.
2: Oh, wait, movie. is that
0: the one where Bart? No. Does Bart like learn to masturbate or something?
2: Oh, uh, hmm? no.
0: <laughs> no. Wait, what is it? isn't no lady gaga gives Bart a kiss isn't you're, that the big you're thinking twist? of the
2: china illinois episode
0: no oh well that is a good episode That is a very but good but doesn't lady gaga give Bart a kiss
1: i know lisa spends a lot of time with lady gaga in the episode i've never seen it so i'm not really sure
0: you've never seen it
1: well it's never been physically released on video right <laughs> so I, really that i feel like that one's old
2: But I
0: guess that episode should
1: have its own video
2: release. Did they say I think that's like season
1: for the Simpsons 20? Yes, and no, it's actually kind of uncertain at this point. Um,
0: wait, wait, what's uncertain?
1: What whether they'll keep releasing The Simpsons on physical media? Because
0: when's the last time they did it? It's been like a couple years, hasn't it?
1: No, actually, they released just uh late 2019, they released um season 19 on DVD.
0: Oh. Oh, interesting.
1: But it's it's hard to say for sure because, you know, they released the first 17 seasons, and then shortly after, boy, I want to say it was like season 12, they released season 20 because season 20 had just finished airing on television, so to commemorate the 20th anniversary, they released season 20 ahead of time. And it was the first time Simpsons was released on Blu-ray, not counting the movie. And then Let's after that. we talk too
0: much about that cause, yeah. because we don't want to spoil it, obviously. Yeah. For in 20 episodes mm-hmm. from now of this podcast in six years. Right. Uh, we'll have blown our load in episode three.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't want to do that. That's for sure. So I don't know what all of this is being recorded or will be in the final cut. but uh... Me neither, man anyway stepping back you know so the fact that the simpsons was released on blu-ray and streaming we haven't even covered that yet in terms of the history of home video so there is the possibility that we can just keep continuing from where we were with the first two and talk about blu-ray and yeah, uh, streaming services um and but then there's also the history of television because that does have to be covered at some point in order to transition What was the first
0: into- TV show? What was the first TV show, Do you know?
1: that was released on today
0: no 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 just the first tv show
1: like are we talking like syndicated on television or like serialized in theaters
0: so like when when they first started broadcasting tv
1: yes
2: television
0: mm -hmm. that that had to have started at some Mm -hmm. point um like it hasn't been going on forever we know that because in the bible it doesn't mention them anyway
1: and even in uh the um quran yeah not a lick of it so. though it's,
0: it's not a quran either it's not in any mm-hmm. of the holy
1: text or the bug out or even the satanic verses you know it's just it's not in there so um which
0: which implies that it started at some point point. and so i'm thinking what was what was the first thing that they sat down and said okay this this is being made specifically for broadcast tv
1: I would actually probably say it was um, news programming first, you know, like 60 minutes. It doesn't minutes count. Doesn't count. Okay. So it are doesn't you talking a scripted television show? Yes. I'd probably say it's either Howdy Doody or The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Do
0: you want me to Google it?
1: Go for it. I'm Googling it right we now.
2: We better
0: Google it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. If you're Googling, I'm not going.
2: The first television shows were experimental well, possibly, sporadic, yeah, off, viewable only within a very short range from the broadcast tower starting in the 30s. Oh, uh, yeah. The 30s. The Summer Olympic Games.
0: Doesn't count. 36. Wait, Curious George?
2: The Coronation I'm Pretty sure King that George. first book came
1: out in
0: 1950. Doesn't <laughs> count.
2: The popular... Radio show Texaco Star oh, this, Theater this, this, made the movie and became the first weekly televised variety show.
0: Okay, okay, that counts. What is it again?
2: Uh, Texaco Star Theater.
0: Oh, we're the
1: men of Texaco. We work from Maine Mexico. There's nothing like this Texaco of ours. Our show tonight is powerful. We'll wow you with an hour full of howls from a shower full of stars. Tonight we may be Tomorrow we'll be your
0: cars. is that is that the gas station
1: yeah well a lot of like tv shows would say this company presents this and that's part of the actual title of the show like
0: woody's roundup
1: y- yeah well no like you know like Marlboro presents the whatever the dick cabot show or so you know th- but that's what they did back in the 50s you know you gain sponsorship and that's what Texaco. funded your show. So Texaco did one, too, because.
0: Texaco? hmm Wow.
1: In fact, you know, I mean, any show that was sponsored by Marlboro, there were some stipulations that they um, enforced. Like, you know, for, uh, for example, you were never allowed to use the word lucky. No character could say the word lucky under any show sponsored by Marlboro because audience was, could uh, presumably think of Lucky Strike a competing cigarette brand and it was the same thing with um American you couldn't say American in a Marlboro show because people think American spirit so you had to say patriotic or uh fortunate for lucky so those are some kind of the stipulations they did and if you watch those old shows I mean you know even like um notoriously uh a Charlie Brown Christmas I mean that didn't come out till 65 but you know, when they're all singing um Hark the Herald Angel sings at the very end, you know they're the,
0: smoking cigarettes.
1: The the camera pulls back and then they're like almost muted for a couple of or for a few seconds there and then they kind of uh get louder like for the last few seconds there. that's because they were saying this has been brought to you by Dolly Madison. That's what they would do. Uh-huh. They would have and so or or Coca-Cola that. They or should whatever. Leave
0: that in. I feel like that's historic. They should leave that in.
1: Uh, you can't find it on YouTube because, I mean, it was an original taken from the negative from the original recording that's never been physically released, but somehow it's it survived, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if you listen to radio shows from like the, the, the 30s and the 40s, it's the way how they're formatted really wasn't any different than what they did with the earliest television. And like, I, I once listened to a Sherlock Holmes radio serial. And, you know, someone knocks on the door and Sherlock answers the door. And it's just like, oh, it's Mr. So-and-so. It's like, say, you look uh, quite dapper in this brand name of suit. And he goes on for about 15 seconds talking about this suit. And then the plot resumes. That's how they product placement in these radio shows. And rather than... the Truman Show. Exactly. Like the Truman Show. Yeah. That's what that's kind of taking from. And so, you know...
0: Do you have do you have that Sherlock Holmes in physical media
1: I do actually I um <laughs> I know I generally don't condone this sort of thing but um oh, my no. dad hooked me up with this uh, website where you can download them which are technically bootlegs but they weren't really uh copyrighted so doesn't Unplug really
0: the website for our viewers you want a little, uh...
3: a little I, dark web.
1: I haven't looked at uh, I haven't been on there since 2008 so I don't remember.
3: Viewers at home, it's us, Anonymous. But so i just listen I am to S- your host, Anonymous. With me is my co host, Anonymous. Starring, Anonymous. Shout out to Anonymous. So listen, yeah, Superman, Baby Snooks. Um, this is where to get all your Baby Snooks. Fibber uh, Vib- 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 McGee and Molly, man, that was a great one, you know. So, um, Fibber M- McGee.
1: What? Actually, funnily enough, uh, Fib- Fibber McGee was voiced by Jim Jordan, who went on to voice, oh boy, Orville was his name from The Rescuers, The Albatross, that was voiced by Jim Jordan, who is I Fibber... I haven't know M- any of these
0: words. Uh,
1: the Rescuers, the Disney film from 77. Remember how the two mice ride on back of an
0: albatross to go to Devil's Island? Hey, Parker, what's an albatross? Do
1: you know? An albatross
2: is like a cross, like a really heavy cross. Or a so, bird. So-
0: so you would say, owned by uh, Joke. Doing the, the dishes is my albatross to bear.
2: Mm-hmm. The there's not the albatross is also a term for a exceedingly large seabird, with ha- oh. that has a wingspan of uh, eleven feet. Um, stuff. Uh, you
0: know so much about girl. birds, dude. You know so much about birds. That's why I I'm asked
1: just on Wikipedia. You. And also, an albatross is. Um, and an albatross is also a three-under par in golf also known as a doubled eagle. Is that true? Yeah. The way how you can remember that is that a birdie is one under par, an, uh, an eagle is two under par, albatross is three, condor is four, and even though it's never been done in the history of golf, but an ostrich is a five under par. And the way you can remember that is the first letter of each of them, beaco, B-E-A-C-O, like uh, a bird beak.
2: So the, the phrase um, albatross around... His neck is from the poem "The Rime of the Ancient Mariner" by Samuel Taylor Coleridge, in which the, the mariner who named Samuel Albatross two-fag. is obliged to carry the burden of the bird hung around his neck as a punishment for and a reminder of his ill deed. So, the more you know.
0: Welcome to all about albatross, your <laughs> number one albatross podcast. <laughs>
2: Uh, wait hold on
0: hold on let's start the show let's start the show we're 20 minutes in let's start the show
1: okay that sounds good
0: okay and we're back three two one
2: sorry come
0: on damn it parker (laughs) three two one welcome boys and girls no let's restart i don't want to get gender involved welcome everyone i didn't like that hello welcome to
1: the here I, I here i know what you
2: can do what's the
0: name of this sh- wait hold on what's the name of the show
1: the collector's edition,
2: collectors right? edition. Collectors edition. starring featuring drake McMullen.
0: yes okay. All right. Let me here's see. how you start you say drake.
1: hello <laughs> to everybody except for my wife samantha and a special hello to everybody else why would
0: i why would i do that why would i do this
1: because you love your wife that's why and that's from the futurama which is kind of like simpsons
0: you want me to rip off Futurama? Yeah. the The only bit I've ever liked on Futurama, I I pretended to like Futurama for a while because I wanted to be like, because like everyone on Reddit was like, oh, Futurama's the best show, so I uh, I was like, well, I guess I gotta like.
2: So you, so you stopped mm-hmm. liking it because other people All right, started start. liking Go it.
0: For it. No, no, not true. That's I the way stopped you just liking says, it. No, uh uh. I stopped liking it. Because I never really liked it to begin with. I just pretended to like it.
2: It just seems like you, you like Futurama more than you want to admit for some reason. No, 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 I mean, no, you were no, the same way with true. anime for a long time.
0: No, I always liked anime. I just didn't want people... I just didn't want anyone to think that I jacked off. <laughs> so we... I told people I didn't like anime. The, the one bit from Futurama that I really liked, though, is uh, when they go to New, New York or, or Old New York... And, uh, what's his name? Fry? He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can finally say things in New York that I've never been able to say because, like, everyone's dead or something. And so he stands up and he goes, Howard Stern is overrated.
1: That was definitely topical back in 1999, for sure, because that was one of the early season one episodes.
0: Howard Stern is still around, dude. He's still, he's still being annoying.
1: Doesn't he, like, do, isn't he, like, a judge for, like, America's Got Talent or something?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which is ironic because he's probably one of the least talented men to ever have a career.
1: I still think he should have gone through with his movie, though, because in, what, 1992, he appeared at the MTV Movie Awards or something, dressed as the superhero Fartman. And yeah, he that's actually, hysterical. Yeah, and he uh, he actually was in the prospect of making a Fartman movie. For some reason, that just didn't peter out.
0: Yeah, that's... uh. That's about the level of talent that Howard Stern has, is wanting to make a movie called Fartman, and then not being able to do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We never, oh, okay, so we never started the, we, we never actually started the show. Oh, my God.
2: So episode three okay. is just going to be the whole time us trying to start the show, not being <laughs> able to.
0: Welcome to the, the collector's, ed- okay.
2: No, look, you're you just, just do it, make, just flub it. And just keep going. Otherwise we're never gonna get through I this. Want it to be never be right. i never gonna talk it to about no, I,
0: I don't want people to be like, oh episode episodes one and two are good, but episode three sucks because be,
2: just weird. because the intro he flubbed a little bit. It was just he's like he's on an answering <laughs> machine.
0: Okay. Welcome to the Collector's Edition podcast, starring Drake. I'm I'm not starring. What? I'm not the no, star featuring.
2: Of you. featuring. Oh, okay. Welcome to the Collector's Edition podcast. I'm co-host and producer, Parker Kelly, and here's your host, Colin Buffum. Hello!
0: Hello! Happy to be here, happy to be here. That's right, thanks for your help, assistant uh, co-host. You know, sometimes I let him hold the reins. Um, I mean, otherwise, what am I paying him for? Am I right, folks? (laughs)
2: I love how you're saying, Insert happy to track here. here, which is normally what a guest says, and you're saying it as the host, uh, which I think well, is.
0: Not, well, I'm just happy to be on my own show. Yeah, because I do that's such what a good saying. job running it. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm doing such a good job that it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for me to do my job.
2: Yeah, it's great. And, and I'm Drake
0: with us, wait, oh, Drake, Drake, and with us, as always, the king of DVDs himself. Drake McMullen.
1: What's happening, y'all? Drake.
0: Wait, what are we talking about today? What, what are we talking about? <laughs> the
1: Simpsons. About? We are talking, no, about... We're not talking about the
0: Simpsons. We're not no, talking wait. about
1: the Simpsons today. Apparently, it's... we might be talking about the Simpsons. There could be some
0: David no, Lynch. I'm not oh, we doing we're, that. We're where, are telling... where are
1: we picking up off like
2: physical media, right?
0: Well, yeah, we talked about the history of DVDs last episode. I I don't want to talk about streaming because that's... We'll talk about streaming when we get to streaming.
1: I don't know. Well, I I think I covered DVDs quite heavily in the previous episode, and I think it's it's only natural to progress toward the format war of 2006.
0: No, we're not talking about Blu-rays. We're not talking about HD DVDs.
1: And the decline of the VHS.
0: No, no way, no way. It, it, the Simpsons came out on DVD way before that. Yeah, what year was did... the first season of The Simpsons released on DVD?
1: 2001.
0: 2001 before or after 9 11?
1: I believe it was actually like a couple weeks right before 9 11.
0: Oh, really? That's crazy because I bet, I bet when that first box set came out, like everyone was like, man, life, what could go wrong? I got The Simpsons on DVD, I can watch it whenever I want. I got my flat screen TV. I got Lisa Simpson and 480i. Oh, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Little did they know, dude.
1: Well, I mean, you know, if you look at the progress of the, you know, the history of TV shows being released on DVD in full season box sets, that was still fairly uncommon even by 2001. So.
0: Okay. Are, are we just going to do that? Are we just going to talk about the history of shows? Yeah, sure. We'll do it. I mean, look, we only have about a half hour left
1: right and well, you're still, in we, the we chat completely that completely there's really not so. much that's
0: oh wait oh yeah that's right that way well i i asked what we're talking about today i mean because usually i say well i'm colin mm-hmm. the host and then I, I i would answer a question that you guys you know would also answer so mm-hmm. if you were talking about the history of shows on dvd i was going to say and the show i've watched the most on dvd is blank but if we're not going to talk about that today then i'll i would ask something else
1: Well, no actually i think that's a good conversation starter because yeah that was it was actually interesting to hear your guys take on the dvds in that previous episode so yeah why don't why don't we start with that
0: i mean is that what we're talking about today
1: yeah yeah well let's go with the tv yeah
0: okay do you think we can do that in a half hour
1: Oh, yeah, probably. Because like I said, there's really not much that's to cover. I mean, I could go on a whole sidetrack about, like, how things are different over in Japanese or Laserdiscs released, co-released with the VHS releases and stuff like that. But it's not that relevant oh, to okay. Simpsons. Hold I mean, on, it's interesting.
0: Drake, Drake, I'm going to cut you off because I got to start the podcast over. Okay. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. All right. Hello, welcome to the Collector's Edition podcast. I'm your host, your one and only host, the, the true, the blue, and the wise, Colin. Hello, it's me. It's me. Hold your applause. I can't hear you. This is a podcast. I can't hear you. This is a one-way thing. It's not a phone call. Stop clapping. With me is my co-host, Parker Kelly, as always.
2: Hi, it's, it's uh, good to be here.
0: Oh damn it, wait, 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 I forgot, I forgot, okay, hello, welcome to the
2: Collector's Edition Podcast.
0: Hello, okay, hello, welcome to the Collector's Edition Podcast, I'm your host Colin, and the show that I've watched the most on DVD, and no, I'm not talking streaming, I'm not talking, I ripped the DVD to my computer, I'm not even talking, I pirated the DVD onto my computer. The show that I put the disc in the PlayStation 2 and watched that soccer the most is either Community seasons 1 through 3 or Gilmore Girls. I'm not sure which, but it's one of those. With me is my co-host, Parker. Last name redacted. How are you,
3: Parker?
2: Uh hello everyone. As Colin said, my name is Parker. It's good to be here, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the DVD that I've watched the most, um, is, might actually either be The Simpsons at my friend's house, no. um, yeah, because he had a lot of Simpsons DVDs, but I guess the most personal DVDs, um, probably would be, uh, Jeeves and Wooster,
0: you, you, love Jeeves and Wooster. I
2: love man. Jeeves and Wooster. It's a great show. It still holds what? up.
0: Wait, is it Jeeves? Jeeves?
2: Jeeves with a J, like Ask like Jeeves.
0: The
2: yes, Jeeves, Jeeves and Wooster. You
0: love Jeeves and Wooster.
2: The the Wooster.
0: I'm sorry for making fun of Jeeves and
3: Wooster. It's
2: a food. it's a great show.
0: I'm sorry for making fun of it.
2: I mean, you hate all things British, so it's not surprising, but it still I hurts thinking, a little bit. I don't but...
0: hate all things British. I like Charlie XEX and Dua Lipa. I, well, no, I think Dua Lipa's from New Zealand.
2: I thought she was like
0: exactly. Dua Lipa?
2: French or something.
0: No, is she French?
2: She she's not like from an English-speaking country originally. I Where thought.
0: Where is Dua Lipa from? Let's check it out. Oh no! Yeah, she's from London, dude
2: oh really okay
0: same cool. thing yeah um i love dua lipa dua lipa come on the show you're always invited oh Open and
2: marks brothers i had the Marks brothers entire set on dvd we watched those a lot those were good times
0: i could see you doing that
2: and uh also uh are you introducing drake introduce me introducing drake?
0: you can introduce drake i don't um
2: yeah, yeah. And, you know what? why don't you do it uh, and uh As and with us as always is our good friend Drake McMullen, and his he will now introduce himself and say what his most watched DVDs are.
1: Hello, I am Drake. I am the uh, guest host slash captive. You're not a guest host. You're not a guest host. uh, Yes, Uh, hence the captive thing. I was uh, seeking. you're yes featured. The, the sympathy votes um and i would say the most viewed dvd set in my life would probably be what still remains my favorite tv series ever and that would be mission hill
0: oh yeah the cartoon
1: mm-hmm. animated series from wb from 1999 only ran for 13 episodes
0: and that's your most watched 13 uh, episodes
1: in terms of television series yes and more specifically, the second printing of the series, not the first printing, because I lost my copy of the first printing.
0: Is it the same? Is it the same disc? Just a different?
1: Not entirely. I mean, yes, they're the exact same disc in terms of special features and everything like that. But in the second printing, on the fifth episode, the sound mix was off, and so therefore the sound effects overlap the dialogue, which has been significantly um, softened. So it's actually pretty difficult to hear what people are saying in that episode, but that wasn't the case in the first printing.
0: That's Hey, who made that Warner brothers?
1: Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Warner brothers. Why don't you fix that? Mm -hmm. Why don't you fix your gosh darn DVDs? And by the way, send us a free copy. Warner brothers. When you do fix it, send us a copy on that note, on that note, um, Drake, do we have any corrections from last episode that we should address before we start? This next
1: episode, uh, I realized when I was introducing digital media, I referred to CD ROM, but I meant to say just CD that CD ROM is a byproduct or a benefit of the CD, the compact disc. Is that
0: true? Hold on, I'm pretty sure that CDs and CD ROMs are the same thing.
1: Well, the CD ROM is the physical read only memory, you know, medium in which it can recognize the compact disc, but the compact disc itself. Is separate from the ROM.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so I'm looking at, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now for compact disc, mm-hmm. and yeah, it looks like you're right. So CD-ROM is using a CD for storage yes. of data, mm-hmm. um, similar to CDR. Uh, no, yeah. So there's CDR. Mm-hmm. cdrw w, yeah Yeah, rewritable. dude i always wanted those but my mom would never buy them those VCD, things are awesome. we, we talked about VC- these much put in that vcd mm-hmm. uh,
2: dcd S- dcv
0: dcv super video cds photo cds picture cds cdis and enhanced music cds okay i understand now so cds is like an umbrella term for many different things
3: mm-hmm
1: Oh, and um, sort of an addendum to that, I mentioned about the PC m- videos, the movies that you can watch on the actual computers. Um, I actually uh, dabbled with this because I managed to find an old tower that um, at a, th- a thrift store that has a Windows 3.1 on it. I managed to actually test this thing, and it didn't. Not only could you play it on Windows Media Player, but you could also do it on QuickTime as well. Remember QuickTime? I do yeah, remember QuickTime. Apple that still exists, player. yeah. QuickTime. It does, really. I think so. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't realize that. Well, I I put. I mean, it ran on the Windows Media Player, but I was checking the specs. I'm like, oh, it's QuickTime adaptable as well. So that's kind of a fun little. A what was? Thing. I
0: wasn't listening. What are you talking about?
1: The PC movie, the movies that were the saved on as files on mm-hmm. CDs.
0: Right. Yes. Yes.
1: Hmm because I remember it, uh, uh, I mentioned um, Ghost in the Shell was released on that as well as like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
0: so right um, but not not Akira and not Eraser
1: yes and we still haven't heard back from any many of our listeners for all yeah, the lis- actu- no-
0: actually hold on I have a recording that I want to play from a listener at home okay
1: okay
0: uh, hello I'm a big fan of the uh, of your podcast which I can't remember the name of at the moment uh, but I'm a big fan Um, I'm just calling in because uh, I heard about Drake's uh, mystery on that plane where he uh, saw the movie Eraser was being watched on a a computer, despite Eraser not being a a digital film at the time. Uh, I believe that I have solved the, uh, and unfortunately, the, the voicemail cuts off there. Uh, he he spoke too long and it got cut off, so that's all we had.
1: Well, maybe wow. next time, listener, or any of our listeners out there, if any of you know, you know, definitely chip in, and maybe we'll throw oh, a little. Wait. Actually,
0: in. I actually I have another voicemail right here.
3: Oh hi! I'm a big fan of the Collector's Edition podcast, um, featuring Drake, that is. And oh, I just gotta say, I was on a plane in uh 19. 19- 1997, 1998 as well, and I, I, I must, it must have been the same old flight that old Drake was on, because I saw the same man, uh, watching that film. Now, I do know the identity of this man. Um, he is the Zodiac Killer, so, that being said, if you find the identity.
2: Did that, did that cut off, too? <laughs>
0: no, 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 I paused it. I paused, oh, you paused it. I like, it.
2: Why'd you pause it?
0: <laughs> I just... I'm thinking about... Well, I'm, I'm trying to guess. Well, you,
1: you, thing at thing some point it? you need to play that voicemail from uh, that man who calls himself the Grape Man. That was a pretty funny one, too.
0: <laughs> oh, you know Yeah, we'll play that one next. Uh, hold on. Let me finish up this
3: voicemail. <laughs> And yes, anyways, like I was saying before I was paused there, uh, I I was on that plane and the Zodiac Killer was watching that movie. So, riddle me this, boys. If you find out the identity of the Zodiac Killer, you will solve your mystery of who was watching Eraser on an airplane laptop in the year 1997. Skiddly-doo! Pretty interesting stuff, huh? Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean, uh, there's so much we can take from that that can really solve this, you know, twenty quarter of a century old mystery. So, yeah. but um,
0: so, so li- listeners at home, if you have any leads on who was the Zodiac killer, let mm-hmm. us know, because we've got to find out who was watching this DVD or uh, not DVD, this uh digital version of Eraser on an airplane.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want to play that one voicemail, though? Maybe... Uh...
0: Yeah. Let me check if it's still there uh, yeah. uh is it still which, there
1: which one for uh, who?
2: the
0: one by grape man i i think we had one more voicemail from i right, hit
2: the play uh, button uh,
0: all right oh, okay uh i'm hitting it now
2: hi oh, sorry i didn't <laughs> register the beep uh, at first sometimes it takes a while anyway hello my name is grape guy big fan of the show I do have to speak quietly though, as my grape season is asleep, and and I gotta keep them very quiet so they can grow nice and healthy. Anyways, I just want to say I'm a big fan of the show. Goodbye.
3: <laughs> he didn't have anything to say about the mystery. He uh, <laughs> he just called in to say he was a big fan.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: What a nice guy. You know, great man. He's. He was our first subscriber uh and and it's always a joy to hear from him,
1: but not as yeah. not as useful, but we'll keep uh
0: <laughs> not as useful as the lady who said it was the zodiac killer, and that we have to find the zodiac killer, yeah, not as useful as that one
1: <laughs> someday listeners, someday we will uh solve the mystery that will be the theme of this season is who is the zodiac killer and how did he watch a racer?
0: yeah let's just not talk about the simpsons let's just make this into a into a, a podcast about the zodiac killer a true crime <laughs> podcast. yeah let's just completely change gears and, and and become white women and just do a podcast about true crime
1: well so, it'll be like that uh, movie uh what was it laquisha or whatever that did you see the trailer for that movie L- L- laquisha? L- yeah it was like this white dude Who's like about to be fired from the radio station because the ratings are low? And so he oh, does no. a talk show where he voices, he's a black woman.
0: Oh, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's like is a. Is this a
0: real movie?
1: Yeah, it came out like two or three years ago. Um,
3: that re- oh, no. Loquisha is a real role model for every African American woman on this planet. <laughs> like the whole city has a Quisha mania. I am Loquisha, officer. What was that? I think I might be a black woman trapped in a white man's body. You need to talk to Location. Just because she's a woman and a black person doesn't mean that she doesn't understand you.
0: Is this really happening? I'm on a bridge
2: above the river, and I'm going to jump. But thanks for calling. Enjoy your jump.
1: And disappointingly, it's never had a physical release. It because I would. Probably, because it's like one of the lowest rated movies on like any movie review website, so.
0: Jeez, I wonder why that sounds like such an ironclad pile. Uh so now that we have the voicemails out of the way, do we have any more any more corrections for last episode besides the oh. C D thing? Nope, that's it. That was it. That was it, just the C D thing.
1: Mm. Well, because you edited out all of your mistakes, you know, as you uh, tend to I do. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: have any mistakes at all. I didn't have any mistakes.
1: Oh, it's totally yell journalism. You you swayed. No, you uh, didn't
0: I, look, I listened to the raw copy. I took a lot of stuff that I set out because it made me look too good.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. We'll, uh, we'll let the listeners decide in the end, you know, when we release Look, the
0: Drake, we What's... only have like 13 minutes left. Do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: You think you can do it in 13 minutes?
1: Probably not 13. Uh, I mean, is there any particular reason why we're in this? Uh...
0: I don't know. I don't know. How are you doing? Okay. Let's talk to Parker. How are you doing out on the East coast? Um, I, I just got reprimanded for a,
2: uh talking too loud and, and my nephews I keep waking him
0: up. So uh yeah like it's almost midnight over there, right?
2: Yeah. I think the grape guy thing is what put him off, even though uh, I was that was
0: quiet. To... Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean know. one that wasn't you that was a voicemail that we got. And also right that loud of a voice but it was kind of a quiet
2: voicemail. Right, yeah, and that was a voicemail and uh I, I think I was accidentally Playing it on my end, or you—you're playing it and you're just, oh, um, it, it. Some I think it just like bled through my headphones and through the walls because Grape Guy has such a resonant voice, you yeah. know. I think yeah. that's what yeah, it it the happened.
0: Vibrations, yeah, yeah. Oh, rats, rats. Okay, you know, I mean, we can't have this guy whisper in the whole podcast. We'll probably have to wrap it up.
1: I do have a bit I need to cover, so. I don't know, maybe we can kind of see this episode as a sort of like, you know, we're we're, we're keeping in touch. We're kind of getting each other's vibes. And-
0: Actually, uh, uh, so Parker. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you could whisper for 20 minutes while Drake talks about shows? Yeah,
2: I, I can, I'm, I'm up for that. Yes.
0: I have a feeling, I have a feeling that the listeners at home are kind of digging though
2: the whole asmr like i think they were about to peter out they're like this is going to take a this is a long podcast can we switch to something else please dad as they're like doing their road trip to like vegas or whatever and dad, he's like no dad, i want to keep
0: making us listen to the, the... And, and baby is, what's this podcast called the i keep wanting to say extra the the extra edition
1: it's the, the collector's,
0: collector's edition,
3: edition. Yeah. The, dad you keep, dad st- turn, please turn off the collector's edition podcast and the wife's please, like
2: dad. and the wife's like yeah please can we listen to something else you've been binge listening to collector's edition featuring drake can we please listen to my late white ladies talking about murder podcast and then he's like just let it play a few more minutes I'm, it's almost done and then i start whispering and then everyone's like oh wow i, I like i kind of like board. this everyone's and then, on board. And then, and then the husband's like okay we can change it now and the, and the wife's like no no i want to keep listening I, I like the sound of this whisper guy and then uh they you know they then he gets upset he's like why do you like whispery guys so much huh do i not whisper enough for you and then like the kids like stop asking for things they just put on their headphones and start Going on their apps because mom and dad are arguing again.
0: Um. So will Parker do an ASMR, then and then Drake you can run through <laughs> the history of shows on DVD. Um. Hey Parker, if you could eat a pickle while we do the episode, or maybe uh, slurp some juice, something like that.
2: Um. I I have some pocky sticks here. Did you see that? Um. Do you ever use Crunchyroll.com to watch no. anime? No, I don't um well are you aware anime anime
0: to watch um you don't you don't get
2: that you don't get the crunchy roll you know, anime actually
1: is pretty interesting
0: wait hold hold that thought drake um it's not like this podcast is f- featured you or something you know
2: you know crunchyroll has a mascot it's like the girl in the orange dress
0: no, I don't know
2: who he, that is. He or something.
0: Okay. I don't know who that is, but but I'm well,
2: listening. they re- they recently made her. Uh, they turned her into um.
0: A VTuber.
2: A VTuber, yeah, it's I pretty. Think you can hate VTubers. It's a pretty big deal because she's been a mascot for so long, and she just became a VTuber.
1: 1981 is the earliest year I can find any record of TV shows being released in season box sets.
0: Okay, what is it?
1: Star Trek. Yeah, that's a Star
0: Trek, of course.
1: First series that I can call now. This was released on Betamax and CED. In fact, if you go on eBay, if you look up Star Trek CED, people are always trying to upsell complete series sets of them, released in season box sets. Um, How much
0: bad boys worth these days?
1: Uh, the last time I checked, uh, a set sold for eighteen hundred dollars. Not which, bad. Which actually is kind of low, I would think, because... Not
0: good. hmm uh-huh. So after Star Trek, what came next, man?
1: Well, you know, the you, the thing about these releases is that when it was released on Betamax and CED, you got to keep in mind that, you know, because of commercials, the episodes would be roughly about 50 minutes on each. And if you remember, each side of a CED disc could only hold one hour. So they'd only have two episodes per disc essentially and it was the same thing with beta tapes or vhs tapes for that matter you know they they would have just two episodes on a tape so they weren't like in collective like this is a season box set or something but i you know when you would buy the star trek cds you could get them in a factory sealed set essentially so um that's cool but then in the 80s you know once vhs started becoming Far cheaper to manufacture you know they would release like oh here's four episodes of Chippendale Rescue Rangers here's four episodes of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show you know you could get those those cheapy little things for like ten dollars uh, back then which is kind of a lot I think you know ten dollars for four episodes like four random episodes of a show yeah no thank you but um uh and then it was in the later 80s that's when they started releasing TV shows on VHS box sets where they'd actually come in like a sleeve that holds all the videotapes. You know, my uncle told me about auctions you go to, and people would pay top dollar for older shows that were released on these uh, box sets like um, oh, like Hogan's Heroes, or um the Bonanza you know the dukes of hazard like those kind of shows like you know how old people are they like to latch on to old things and the fact that this was the only way in which you could watch a complete series of a show that you loved and you know, like wild wild west or whatever so then they started releasing like newer shows um on these vhs boxes x files x files was one uh friends twin um twin peaks highlander the entire series of highlander was released on VHS, Xena,
0: Warrior, Princess, yeah, Zena, yeah, totally.
1: Um, but you know, you could also still get older shows as well, like, um, like I said, Ozzy and Harry, and at that time, also in the nineties. That's when they started making accessible um, anime. You know, that's when anime started becoming more popular. And not only like you know they do it on VHS, and they did some of the other formats. Like, uh, I don't think they no, they didn't have CED. They had the VHD. They did release certain OVAs on VHD, which was like Japan's version of the CED you know, like, uh, Ulysses, whatever it was called, 3999, um, uh, uh man, uh, what was that from the 70s, uh, the English Star Blazers, um, a lot of those, yeah, 70 sci-fi stuff, yeah, Doraemon, for sure, I've seen some of that, and then even just, like, full-blown movies, you know, like, the early films from Hayao Miyazaki. I mean, they'd have, um, Castle Cagliostro, and, um, uh, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Winds, you know, so that was being cranked out left around it, right, but those are movies, that's not really TV shows, you know. In the early 1990s, that's when the laser, laser discs were at an all time high in terms of popularity, that they released these really spiffed out season box sets. I mean, you know, for example, I have season one of Sailor Moon on laser disc, and what's cool is that each disc holds four episodes and I have to show it to you guys. It's kind of hard to describe, but you know, like the backside would have like it broken into force. It's like, it describes the episode. It has a still image of the episode And at the um, end of the second episode on the B-side, they would have like a five to seven minute like bonus feature of like the cast members doing things, whether it was like being interviewed or they do like this sketch where they're like trying to bake a cake, but shenanigans and in these home video releases in uh, North America, they don't have these Japan exclusive bonus features. You know, you can get on YouTube to find them, sure. But, you know, for the longest time, that was the only way you could see them so that was one benefit about these home video releases
0: trick, And yeah, trick, so... just that's up dude we're at the 51 minute mark so okay yeah there's to actually to wind a... it down suit i'm oh wait there's more
1: there is but um you know we can pick this up a later time if you want
0: yeah we might have to make this a two-parter because this episode's so jam-packed
1: okay I mean, I feel it's gonna be kind of short anyway. I feel there's uh be quite a bit that's edited out, so
3: you
0: think I'm gonna edit out this? No, man, this stuff is mostly gold. Hmm. This is some of our best this is some of our best work. The episode where we didn't start until an hour in.
1: yeah, so yeah, we can definitely continue this for sure.
3: This episode was never finished. They started arguing about the golden compass and forgot to end the episode. I'm sorry. Look forward to episode four.
1: Yeah, Golden Compass that's an allegory that that there is no God. The
2: the book and the movie. Isn't the Golden Compass a pro God
0: God God book? Isn't that a pro God book?
1: No, no, it's anti.
2: It's, like, written no. by reverse C.S. Lewis.
0: I I thought he was friends with C.S. Lewis.
2: No, he hates him. <laughs>
0: no, this is all made up. No. Bo- st- stop, stop joking with No, dude, <laughs> that's a pro-God movie and book. You guys don't know anything about books. Or <laughs> that's a pro-God book.
2: Have you read Golden Compass? No, have you? Have you seen the movie? No, have you? They kill God.
0: <laughs> stop. No, they don't, dude. You don't know anything about books or movies. You don't know anything
2: about books or movies.
0: Have you you read the book? No. Have you seen the movie? Parts of it. No, okay, parts of it. Yeah, you saw the trailer. But
2: but I talked to people who've seen it and read the books. No,
0: you haven't, dude. Who, (laughs) me?
2: Have you?
1: No, you haven't read it, though. No, I haven't read it. I haven't seen it on account it came out during a weird time in movie history.
0: If you saw it, you'd probably start believing in god the first movie to outright prove that jesus walked on earth
2: okay colin what the author of the golden compass's name is philip pullman he self-proclaimed atheist
0: so what so what dude he's he i remember reading a quote that he said I was an atheist before I made the movie and then I watched my movie and now I can't deny the existence of of the Lord.